0: This episode is brought to you by Hub24, whose purpose is to connect advisors to innovative solutions that create opportunity. They're massive supporters of advisors, in particular those going solo, uh, and they're one of the early players in the managed account space and, and their epic functionality in that area as well as their commitment to user experience has led them to become a market leader in terms of advisor satisfaction. I can speak from personal experience when I say Their BDM team are total legends and they're there to help you work through the best solutions for your business. So you can check out more information at hub24.com.au. This episode is also brought to you by Centuria, who are a boutique, ultra-high performing fund manager. They've won pretty much all the awards there are to win, Uh, they've got a bunch of five-star rated funds, and they're heavy into technical support for advisors around their products and strategies. On top of that, they're just an awesome group of people and they've got a dedicated team there to support you. And if you haven't already spoken to the guys at Centuria and heard about what they do, do yourself a favor and reach out.
1: Roxy, aka Andrew Rox, from the the announcer group. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thank you for having me. Um, we're pretty much Clay and I have decided we're just going to hand it over to you, and we're just going to listen to you. Talk. Uh, yeah,
2: that literally that's why the Maltesers are here. And when I heard you were coming, I was like, okay, this, this, I'm not going to get a word in, and it's just going to be laughing the whole time.
3: So, so on that, um, I'm pretty keen to start on policy statement three, one, two. Um, I know that a lot of your <laughs> listeners are very interested in the minutia, yeah. the, nurture, <laughs> the and the nuance of every legal... What about uh, that sim- policy statement? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: really want to focus on the word if, yeah. and if has a... Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, what's happening? Oh, um, lot, actually quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, I think, um, you know, the industry's in change, but uh, mm. you know my thoughts on the industry, we've spoken mm. many times, I'm not, a, I'm not an avid believer in the traditional financial planning which is uh, now sculpture?
2: becoming uh, modern financial planning.
3: Modern, okay, like Modern mm. Family. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah,
2: so yeah. F- Sophia, ba- ba- <laughs> what's her last name? Yeah. So uh, all your clients look like that. <laughs> do we, do, we do privilege here. How does this work, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, so um, you know, we, one of the things I, I, I suppose I like to challenge and have uh, done for for many years and. Um, for those who, who don't know me from Borosoba, I've been doing this for 24 years,
0: yeah, um, wow.
3: and um, is the notion of what financial planning is. And I've got a little sort of set of questions I like to ask, and I'll probably ask you guys, oh. um, uh, just to challenge you on what, what you think financial planning is. Mm. Yeah, okay,
2: ha- I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Yeah.
3: So, so so, Claire, in your lifetime, what is it that you think is going to be your largest expense?
2: Me, uh,
3: rental mortgage. Yeah, that, that's that's that is a very large one. Is yes. It, what, what else would you say? Beer, children, children. Oh well, good congratulations. By the way, this is beer. Oh, yes, not yet. Not yes, yes. Children, Jesus. yes. Alcohol, <laughs> alcohol.
1: yep. definitely.
3: Um, yep. Okay. So there's a definitely historically.
1: A, hopefully, that changes a bit in the future. Well,
3: well, I suppose Adrian, just a bit of contemporary bringing you up the speed. The craft beer tax rate has gone down, so that's that's, that's, that's going to help your financial planning. Ah, oh. kaching. I'll put that one in the office. I'm making money
2: by the more I drink. You are making <laughs> a <Bazinga. laughs> Sounds like a labrador's head.
3: Um, no, actually, to, to be to, to be really honest, the largest expense in your lifetime is going to be the tax that you pay. It's just that the government's yes. quite good at collecting it. Yeah. The second largest. More than likely going to be your mortgage, and the third, if you were that way inclined, is going to be your children. Mm. Alcohol, sadly, is going to be quite a, a distance um, oh, that's behind good. that. So, um, I guess. <laughs> wow,
2: well, I must be spending a lot on my
3: children. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. So, so you know, when when I, I challenge a notion of financial planning, if you're actually going to be relevant to your client, yeah. and you don't address their tax, you don't have an accounting either firm or a, a partnership, you don't have a mortgage breaking business or advisory, you don't. Um, do any sort of real estate pr- referral or advice, and all you do is the financial planning. You really, you're kind of doing what we used to accuse the accountants of. If you look in the rearview mirror, you're behind the eight ball. You're not front and centre. So, so the reason saying- I'm here is I know that a lot of the X wide people yeah. um, ha- have either already integrated that or, or ask really positive questions on, on your forum. So mm. um, look, I'm happy to be in this forum. Mate, I believe they're progressive.
2: Awesome to have you here. Uh, so you're saying tax and property up front.
3: Oh, mortgages, mortgage Mor- debt advice. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So, so um, linked to the tax outcome. to Yeah, it yeah. yeah it was mm-hmm. just you know, it's uh, it's a bit of a self fulfilling prophecy in in an era where, where you know that the, the term value has been sort of rammed down. In It always has been, by the way, by the consumer. But now the industry is becoming aware of it. <laughs> um, is um, if 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 you can legitimately get your client to pay uh, a little bit less tax and a little bit less interest. Um, per annum. And, and, and given that the metrics of what that normally is, it normally far surpasses what an annual mm. fee for service is for a quality yep. financial plan. So, um, you know, well, you remind me, of,
1: You remind me of, um, there's, uh, who's, the, who's the big mogul? I saw it on Facebook this morning, Kerry Packer. When he was that famous <laughs> one, where he's um, where he's in front of I can uh, exactly
2: remind you of, yeah. a <laughs> you like, know, what, that's precisely who yeah. you well, remind me of. If, if, if <laughs>
1: people in Australia don't look at minimising tax, <laughs> they got to get their heads checked. Yeah, oh, that famous right. one where he's okay. in front of the government and he's like, "I'm glad, I'm glad you somehow wrote." Yeah, for not them, yeah. not yeah. physically or.
3: Like uh, otherwise,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm, just
3: I'm plated. Thank you. Just this toffee. Thank just you. Just <laughs> keep <very laughs> going. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.
1: No, just because you're a mogul. That's, that's it. Right.
3: Mogul. A, can't even ski the moguls. Mogul, Next
1: question, <laughs> Roxy. Next question please,
2: mate. But that, that's um, that's a really good point that you put there. Uh, so, because a lot of advisors, uh, myself included, never did uh, or don't do. Mortgages. Yep. So, how, how? What do you feel about that?
3: Well, the definition of doing mortgages is not correct. Okay. It's like the definition of doing property. It's mm-hmm. advisory.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, um, yep.
3: If if you've got a client that has a mortgage or is thinking of getting one, let's just start with the have a mortgage. Um, they're making the banks make profit. I think we're all aware of that. Rowena <laughs> Orr has has highlighted that ruthlessly over the last couple of weeks. Um, they're reliant on your clients' apathy. And in a lot of examples, just going back to their incumbent bank with a little bit of textbook, with a little bit of knowledge, being a credit, you know, authorised, having all the ticks behind your name, you will get a discount on their mortgage. Mm. Now, if that's, you know, uh, if that's part of your relationship building to obtain a new client, um, it's 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 a great tool to have a new kit back. And either they're going to um, get a discount on their mortgage with their incumbent, um, or alternatively, they're not. But the goodwill that you're going to generate, the next time they do mm. anything that requires them to change their lane, you're going to be doing it with them. You're going to stay relevant. Yeah. And the the, the notion of of things like, you know, annual reviews and opt-in and whatnot with a lot of clients and a lot of xy um, the xy people for instance um uh, there's probably a, a bias to, these days towards wealth accumulators they're yep. always doing things
2: yeah okay yep.
3: every 3 or 4 years something happens right so for instance yourself you might have a child you might get cirrhosis of the liver we've been through both of those you've got all these <laughs> life events that will probably happen um, so so there's, there's there's things that you need other than just reporting on whether your sma has made a uh, a dividend imputation. I think you know. We're, I think the, the days of being quasi fund managers are far behind us. Well,
1: I think it's that, it's that value space. It's like how right. do you how do you communicate something? You're, you know, knowledge that they don't necessarily have or is not in front of them. Yep. And how do you get out in front of them and help them?
3: And, and you're keeping it pretty simple.
1: Yeah, and keep it simple because that's. Yeah. I think that's the challenge with all of advisors. Sometimes it gets you get a bit too complex about how you want what you want to communicate. Like the budget's probably a great example. Yeah, like how you. There's different ways of communicating the budget. I know you've uh, you've taken a different <laughs> slants
3: on that. I don't know if you read my, my one yesterday, but um, well, uh, one of the comments uh, for, for those who don't know, I write a satirical post um, on the budget, and it's it's kind of it's it's a pre-Batuta Batuta style. <laughs> um, <laughs> And we did that because our clients, we'd set it out and we, the open rate was just abysmal, and then we were getting calls. Um, and uh, we wanted to get them to open it. So I, I would do a top 10 point. So, two years ago, it was a Game of Thrones theme. The theme yesterday was, was 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 not as important, but I'll give you just an excerpt into one of them. So, there's now a $10,000 cash limit mm. on what you can pay, right? In, in cash. In cash, yeah, for That's businesses, right. yeah. So, basically, oh. I've got oh. tradesmen, tileys, sparkies, builders everywhere. Um, uh you know, uh, uh, there's, there's half-completed houses in all capital cities. We quoted a tradesman mm. and a swinging voter who <laughs> wrote, it's going to be an effing small granny flat, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So we get them in, and you'd be surprised. All that all it does is is that I suppose it gives them a little bit of engagement. We put it at the bottom, and it's a, a pretty poor attempt at humour, which it generally is. Um, and then surprise, surprise, they click on the tech, the, the, the you know the PDF that's that's all technical. And, and, and what it does is it um, clients don't care how much you, you know until they know how much you care, right? So mm. that's that's what we do. And mm. and I would encourage. Uh, I know that you've got people in your community who do that style thing. Keep it up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, videos, Send a few videos go out. Mm. It's all good. Everyone's having a
3: crack. Absolutely. Mm. Um, absolutely. And, and um, you know, our, our, uh, our, our budget is our Super Bowl. So if you've got mm. – and if, um, if you're not watching it, we actually get a fair bit of cut through of when we send photos and videos – to our clients of us actually watching the budget they're probably more interested in us watching it mm, than actually the advice be afterwards happy. because <laughs> yeah. they're like happy days back to handmaiden's table baby you know like, i'm not missing a damn episode of that one it's intriguing isn't it you know i reckon after rowena she's the most mysterious woman at the moment on this planet <laughs> so is
1: the, is the idea that like they're getting the feeling for your <laughs> what you guys are focusing on. So they're like, ah, oh, we don't have to worry about it. Roxy's got it covered. It's trust. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, you know, every business coach that's ever been in financial planning, um, clients need to trust trust you at the very core of, of, of their belief, and then they've got to, you know, believe in you as well. But but um, uh, they don't want blind hope. So they, they like that. They really do. And that constant communication and, um, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of people use surveys. We've used the Bedos Institute over the years and Most Trusted Advisor. And if, I suppose I've got I, I've no association with them, but they, they run a pretty good survey. So, yeah. um, and, and really, really instructive feedback. But, you know, like all these surveys, who cares about the numbers, right? It's all about the comments. Mm. And when you get to the comments, you've always got the positive and the negative ones. And yeah. if you lined them all up, and I would challenge everyone to do, the, if anyone's done a survey, all the positive comments have the word communication in them. Mm -hmm. And all the negative comments have the word communication in them, verbatim. Mm. Okay? So if we're now actually talking about the word that changes them from negative to positive, Mm. then why don't we train our people to be better at that? Mm -hmm. Why don't we focus on that? And how you get communicated with is different. So if you're running a practice and you've got a one-size-fits-all communication process, um, you're going to probably get... 25% of it right. And I think, um, you know, another change over the years, so, so, you know, we didn't start this business the way it is now. It's evolved, I suppose, you know, is um, we're also quite a big uh, believer in HBDI or or psychological profiling. We offer our clients that as part of coming on board. So we do the profile for them and and their, their, their partners, for instance, to work out what kind of communication, because You know, yourself, Adrian, you might really, really love uh, a phone call and value a direct phone call. And and, Mm -hmm. and your job might allow you to take that phone call. You may not, you know, be in surgery or whatever it is, but yourself, you might might always want an email because you're a bit more analytical. So if I'm sending you out the one piece of correspondence, I'm going to... Not get it right at all, or either get one of it right. Mm. Wow! Okay? So, so we get them to rank how they want to be communicated with mm. when during the day, and then no. we send that out. Seriously, their, you
2: ask their, them if, how do you like to be communicated with
3: in their service agreement before we take their money. Fair enough. And, and that's then, a good idea, yeah. mate. That is
2: infinitely better than a good idea. That is that's brilliant. Mm. That is, I mean, it's simply. I mean, you hear you hear advice is asking good questions. That is a great question. That is a great question to ask people, and 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 they, I'd imagine, are probably appreciative of being asked that question.
3: You know what? You know what's scary is they think that everyone else does. They think that, that, that they they think, they think that why wouldn't you? It makes so much sense to do that. Mm. Yeah. You know. So, um, uh, we we know that most of our time poor executives do all of their. Their, their um, communication with us on their iPad or their, or, or their. This is like the ABC. I'm not allowed to say anything, am I? <laughs> <laughs> their uh, you say their you tablet. <laughs> oh, it's the ABC. I can't say tablet. Or oh, can I? Hey, who knows? Um,
2: <laughs> That's the ABC. Might, you definitely can. <laughs> yeah,
3: they might need one this week. Uh, take the blue one. Um, so we really need to time shift. Um, we need to have a look at when we're engaging our clients. So if a client really wants to see you, um, but they can only, but they uh, they diagnose or they get all their information at nine o'clock at night, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not probably going to be rocking around knocking on the door, going, <laughs> good to see the kids are asleep, husband's <laughs> in the state, I'm here for the plan, right? So given that that's not going to be an, you know, a practical option, yeah. what with the travel time and having to log <laughs> books and all that sort of stuff. Um we, we send out pre-recorded videos for those, and I know it's, it's, yep. quite a lot of you guys will do that as well, but mm. um, yeah, just give them what they want. So some yeah. segment
2: of people get pre-recorded videos, some get a call in business hours, some get an email, some get uh, some other form of communication. That's
3: right, and it's a, a prioritised ranking, right? So we all, we, wow. we obviously like the, mm. you know, a face-to-face, That's a limbic brilliant. touch is pretty good, you know, you don't yeah. underestimate the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the the connection when you when you shake someone's hand or, or physically have them in a room. Um but uh, I think a lot of the—I don't think that many of the XY advisors struggle taking on new clients. I don't think that's correct. Th- that's it. I think I think the real pain point for them is once they're on for a couple of years, how to make sure they're continually relevant to them and how they're building Massive. their business. Right. So, what do you suggest? Well, and that comes down to do they have a job that they happen to work in, which is their firm, or do are they building a business?
2: Right. Hmm.
3: And this is, I wouldn't even say it's a million-dollar question because it's much bigger than that, unfortunately. Um, um, So you've got to stay continually relevant um, and you've got to make sure that you um, are comfortable in segmenting your clients. So a a generalist approach. A a general store only works if you stay open 24 hours a day and pay people from overseas who don't have visas, right? And it's illegal. So Mm. the general store staying open all the time is not conducive to you. You've got to try and find out, the sort of clients that you're very good at, and then immerse yourself into the, into their world, mm. become part of it, you know. Classic example is um, uh, we have a lot of um, uh, people with kids in primary school. Right. Okay, and, and that's the demographic. We've got like, two key demographics, and the 30 30-year-olds to 45 is, is one of them, and then we have their parents fundamentally, um, and we do the intergenerational thing. But let's get back to the 30 to 35. Anyone who's listening, um, a mum or a dad who's who's got kids that are at preschool, you, you're probably not listening, right? You're probably you're probably too busy. But in ten years' time, when you accidentally click on this because you know I, I, Adrian's done the voice or something, right? And, and we're doing a back catalogue, uh, yeah.
1: Then um, more likely to be clay, by the yeah. way. That's oh, Yeah, yeah. So I'd be dancing with the stars. So, so um, <laughs> the booty shaking with the stars.
3: I, I hate to bring this back in, guys. I'm trying to centre. This oh, sorry, up. sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So what we did was we said, "Oh, w- w- why bother giving clients, you know, alcohol? It's probably, you know, we are we, we promote health and well being. So, mm. so what we did was we um we gave them the gift of uh, first aid courses specifically for first aid on children. And we did one one week where it was a mum's night. So that they could come in and we had first aid people and we had, you know, uh nibblies, quite good quality, you know, nice nice cheeses it laid out really well, and and I think we may have even had napkins. <laughs> um and then they did, and it was all focused on first day, we went for three hours, and then because because it was mum's night, the dad stayed at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. And then the next week we had dad's night. As night we had coon cheese and crackers and um, they used the toilet paper um, to to mop up the spills and um, uh, so but but either way it was a really cool thing yeah. um, th- and 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 you've done this
2: that is not in your service agreement you haven't charged for them or, or, or did you charge for them or, or how no, did
3: it's you- just relationships are either improving or declining and we just went well what's relevant to them so they awesome. people people want um So there's a couple of limbic points there, right? So first of all, you're doing something that's really relevant to them. And what's the chances the next day when they're in the primary school playground talking to all of your other target market? They don't tell everyone. Probably the bloke won't, right? To be honest, mm. love right? me
2: some coon cheese last night. I can
3: tell. I can tell the difference, right? So, so, so that the, 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 the lady will have probably listened to the whole thing, right? So, kids out there, if you're listening, make sure mum does the CPR. Um, she, she's probably gone and said, "I hey, had a really good night. I've met some you know women, like minded women, all going through the same thing." Blah blah, blah. and. Um, we did his first aid course by my financial planner, who's wonderful, blub. You know, and and they and and that's a really awesome thing. So we pick up referrals. Whereas the bloke said, "Now nah, stay late at work." Got a freebie from a financial planner. He went to the establishment afterwards, um, <laughs> and his potential referrals like the establishment. Cool. Did he pick up the first round? Yet, cool. Can I come and see him? So, um, <laughs> so either way, you've got to think laterally about people because mm. I'm going to out on a limb here and say that. Um, that we're getting to a pretty efficient frontier of, of, of the actual advice delivery. I mm. think that almost if, if you threw a blanket over all of your listeners and all of your members, um, you're going to get very small variances in, the, in the, the quality of most of the advice. It's all good quality. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 and um, so now to differentiate yourself, and you can only make super normal profits in inefficient markets, so you've got to create an inefficiency, right? So Arguably,
1: it's, it's been there for a while.
3: Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but um, uh, you've got to differentiate yourself by the other things you do. Definitely. So, yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's,
2: good, that's some good stuff, man. That's I wasn't like, expecting um, that. That's great. It's,
3: it's, it's
1: that intangible space that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Dante. Yeah.
2: But rather than me just uh, yelling the word intangible, you've just given uh, an awesome He's example got all the, of that. Yeah, those are all the answers of what you need to do.
3: Mm, I just had two intangibles Them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, they are very tangible mm. to
3: your waistline. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do the Mentos, you know, the lady that fresh. Anyway, I can't do it. It's quite, it's quite an ad, though, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> With
1: the feathers. Anyway, do we, can we get them to sponsor that? Mm. So. Oh yeah, Maltese is product yeah. placement. Absolutely. So, Roxy, that's awesome. Like, I think I think those ideas and those sort of those are some of the conversations that are coming into X, Y. But I reckon there's space for a lot more of them um, because Heaps I think more because the, yeah. the challenge that you you talked talk about, you talked about everyone sort of. Um, being in the same space and the quality of advice. And I, I agree with you. I think that you can assume that there's that same sort of bench, benchmark mm-hmm. of what's going on. Then you've got the, the how they do it and what mm-hmm. the, how they execute on it, like with the technology and processes and team. And I think that's where you get some huge discrepancies. And that's where a lot of people still have pain. And that's where a lot of the conversations in XY are sort of focused on and how do you make that sort of the delivery <coughs> of the standard easier. Yeah. But then the next stage is what you're talking about. And it's like, okay, you've got delivery of what the standard is. It's happening. It's moving. It's working. How do you fucking tweak the thing to make it just optimise and tap into your clients in a better way?
3: You've got two points there. And the first point is going to come down to business 101. Um, don't overanalyze what you think you need to do to build relationships with clients. Mm. Just make the decisions. Don't worry about what other people are doing because it comes across how you deliver that. So... Um, I'm a big fan of making decisions um, because that's uh, that's what your clients expect you to do for their affairs so if you're not in your business making decisions if you're waiting and looking and learning mm-hmm. you wouldn't pay yourself so so I would encourage people to whatever they want whatever decisions they want to do make them risk assess them whether it be financial risk assessment and just make them make the mistakes because I think you know business 101. Um, your best to get your mistakes over, over and done with when you're not playing for sheep stations to quote Kerry Packer. Oh, well, there's another
1: well actually, you just remind me of another quote. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there's one I read
1: a couple of days ago from Bezos, Amazon CEO, and yeah. it's like they just, they just ask, is it reversible or is it irreversible? That's it. And if it's if it's reversible, just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Like there's a la- there's a lower level of threshold, just jump in and take some action.
3: That's right. Um the other I suppose thing that we've that, that we've managed to do over the years is 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 once you've got that with the clients and you you're really just focusing on them, then you can actually grow scale. So yeah. I, I'm 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 not I know a lot of businesses out there sort of get stuck around that sort of six hundred to one point two million dollars worth of turnover. And the reason for that is that what makes a good manager of, of clients may not make a good manager of people and vice versa. So yeah. Um, the, there's there's no uh, silver bullet there, but but I would encourage you, unless you're currently, the leading indicator of the health of your business is the client's opinion of you.
0: Right, so, yep. so just because you've had a
3: good year financially, before you expand and take on more people, triggering extra costs and payroll tax and whatnot, you've got to only do that the year after you've just nailed it your client surveys mm. because it's a bit like Paul Keating, it was it called political capital, right? So you need mm. to pick up client capital
2: mm. and
3: client capital is the most important commodity for when things go bad.
2: Mm.
1: So
3: if you've bought, built up client trust and client capital and something goes wrong, you know, a share market has a major problem or there's a Royal big piece Commission. of land, hey, the budget comes out and <laughs> does something crazy, they're going to they're gonna allow you time to get to them and to communicate because you've got you know, you you, you that, that that client capital or that political capital, is there. But if you haven't spent any money mm. in the good times, if in the good times of client you've d- built up no capital with them, well then you deserve to fail. Mm.
1: Well, it's even Oof. it's not necessarily a money thing, but either. No, like, no,
3: it's it's all it's all
1: about it's, it's all about human it capital. It. Yeah. It's
3: human capital is what I'm saying, mm. Adrian. It's it's um, uh, because We're showing you care. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, um, but mate, awesome example
2: with that uh, first aid course. Yeah, like blowing my mind. We've, We've done, done it.
3: it. We've done it year on year. It's good. That's so awesome. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. So. um uh, I can give you the context. They run a really funny and great show. It's it's. Oh, um, the people that come in. Yeah, yeah, the you, feel free to mention. Yeah, I'm to. Um, I, um I will have to get you the details because uh, <laughs> I don't know their company name off the top of my head. Well, Sorry. if anyone is listening
1: to this on the Facebook group, just ask Roxy to. No, no, no. Uh, M will M- do. Oh, D- uh, M will put it
2: in. Yeah, there we sure. go. Yeah, yeah. Mate, um, so you're originally from a tiny little town, yeah, right? And, and and I definitely want to duck into that. And then you turned up in the city, built this company 25 years ago. You started in Advice. Um, in that time, you've become Australia and New Zealand's healthiest employer. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I got
3: reprimanded Don't, on that before. Yeah, very <laughs> sheepish look <laughs> of that, you know?
2: Oh, especially for
1: the New Zealand <laughs> one, Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It doesn't get subtlety at all. Um, so where does this come from? Do you have somewhat of an internal, um, struggle against, um, the way things are done? You you know, that concept of we do things around here. And so you've turned up in financial planning. We do things like this around here. Um, yeah. But you've basically ignored it. Yep. Do you think that comes from coming from the small town and and dating your cousin?
3: Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want any of my other mates. He's <laughs> a quote in that as well, isn't there? I um, was the best to have a bad bunch. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, the most scary. So before I get onto the the the, the, the funny part, or well, I suppose we'll get to the serious part of that question. I have done that Ancestry.com swab test, and I am clear. (laughs) I'm (laughs) clear.
2: (laughs) Swab test.
3: So. um, (laughs) Not everyone is. Very small phone book with only one or two sets of surnames, boys. (laughs) 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 So it was Bogabry. um, Where is Bogabry? If you... Come on, that'd be coy. <laughs> I lived at the Paris Ender, to be there. No, it's out near um, um, Narrabri, Moree. <laughs> your, your listeners will know. <laughs> They're probably driving past it now. Um, so uh, I suppose the question is, you know, what, what made me do it? Um, uh, well, it's, 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 you're a function of who you are in your environment. And, and I was lucky enough, my, my grandfather had his own own business in agriculture. And he, uh, he had a manufacturing plant and manufactured um, uh, products for, for um, cattle and sheep. But at the essence... And, and this was crazy coincidence. He was the first person to do a fact find when he went out to a farmer. So he'd go out to the farmer and he'd do a fact find on their animals. And then he would then take that to a scientist and then write a report and a, and a plan, on a nutrition plan. Sounds familiar? Wow. And then he, I mean, it was bespoke and he'd organise it and then we'd do a monthly fee associated with, with this and then we'd, we'd send the product. So we did advice and we had a product there and we, we had a... We were vertically integrated. LAUGHTER um, <laughs> A so butcher we, we, had, <laughs> so we, had, we, we, we did we did it once i had a salt lake right so I feel a bit David Murrays care um so um, but, but but so what but but all that's irrelevant what would happen is he was all about relationship and he when he spoke with a client he just used to care about them and and I've, I've, I've there's another series where I've, I've spoken about this and um, I would go out with him on his runs before mobile phones you open gates up and we would go to their farm and 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 there would be a note on the door and it would say, well, we're not here Um, and we're going to be <laughs> back in two hours. Um, you know, we've put the roast out. Do you mind turning the oven on to <laughs> 220 and popping it in? We'll be back in a couple of hours. While we're there, can you go down to the to the, to, the, to the the shearing shed and have a look at our, the microns in the wall? And then we come back and I'm like, what is happening? Aren't these, you know, I'm like, don't these... People, aren't they clients? And we rock up and then, you know, go, they're good old Catholics, say a prayer, have some meal, do that, have some red wine, go to sleep, drive away. I said, what happened? Yeah. What, what happens? He goes, oh, they're a big client. They just did an order. It's like 20 grand order back in the 80s. I'm like, he goes, because they did it every year and they trust me. You know, I care about them. We do that. And so I, I just figured that at the heart of everything's relationship, because we're humans, And um, the way in which we get educated is is very much not playing the human, it's playing the product and working backwards. Mm. Um, I would encourage um, a a lot more education on... on, uh whether it's psychology, I'm not going to endorse one or the other, but you know, behavioral economics or, or, mm. or psychology or something along those lines. I'm
1: well, I when you say that, product, are you meaning actually almost the technical product, like the strategy products? Yeah, yeah, that's right, mm. that's, that's
3: what I mean. I mean, the, 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 the not the relationship, um, so yeah, as opposed to, yeah, so not as
1: like a super fund, right. like the that's technical right. overlay yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. putting on there,
3: yeah, yeah, because I mean, we're inherently agnostic, right? So, mm. um that's what I would in, 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 encourage people, and that's that's what got drove me to to uh, think. Well, and also we had intergenerational transfers of clients, so parents would refer kids, etc. And so I thought, whatever business I'm going to be in, and I want to be in it for a long time, I have to perfect the intergenerational transfer up and down. Mm. So when I first was was involved in an announcer, a, a young uh, planner, um, most of the good, really big planners were after the sixty four to to 65 and a half year old clients and uh, <laughs> back in back in the early 90s and, and I was going for the 25 to, to 35 year old and they're now the 20s f- years older than that um they they're now they're now older um, and uh, I would definitely encourage taking a leaf out of the the family office book mm. so intergenerational meetings are really clever things and so you offer them up as a standalone product offering to your clients and say well Um, your clients might be the children and say, look, I've done a family tree for you that you've got siblings, you've got other things, you've got parents, you may have step parents, who knows? Why don't I get them all in a room? You pay for a, you know, one meeting, we get them in and we just talk about all those things that are a bit taboo. I'll be like the, the gatekeeper and let's get it out there. And it works. It Mm. works. This is what the wealthiest people in the world do. This is how they transfer Um, wealth between generations in mainly overseas. We're a very young country. Then again, I I did meet a chap the other day and his family business is 150 years old and they've got rules around if you want to be in there, you've got to be a certain age, have done a certain level of qualifications. They've got quite a charter. Wow. But you can actually strip that back. You don't have to have clients with endless wealth. But but why wouldn't you do that? I mean, we've all got issues of potentially our parents needing needing healthcare and mm-hmm. and retirement, and then we, we then our children needing funding. So uh, I think that's probably um, if you're not doing it, you're mad. Wow,
1: quote unquote.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I think um, yeah, playing up because it takes you out of a different. You actually have to be multi multi demographic. Mm be able to wear those hats and yeah it's sort of it's almost counterintuitive to the niching concept for a lot of people because you do you focus on that one space and people
2: get really good at it but being able to branch into those—that's a really good point. Yeah, because it is—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's niching, and then off the back of the niching, how yeah. do I get the the, yeah. the, the the concentric circles outwards from that? Mm.
3: So if you're running a small business, then then you you might be looking for a, a partner who's an aged care specialist. Exactly. Yeah. But um, uh, or, or or something like that. I'm not I'm not professing everyone needs to go, um, you know, a massive business. What works for you works for you. Mm. But yeah. As long as from the client they feel like they're those services, it works really mm. well.
1: But so being able to have that conversation between the generations is, it, I'd say it's a skill that would be developed over practice. I, could, it'd be yeah. hard to I reckon
3: happen. a lot of your planners could do it. Yeah? No, yeah, absolutely. Don't underestimate how good we are as a profession at talking to people. Mm. And, yeah, and, 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 li- and being great active listeners as well. Mm. So it wouldn't be as big a stretch and inti- as intimidating as possible. You know,
2: I, I, for some reason when I'm listening to you say this, I am intimidated yet at the same time I had 65-year-old clients and 35-year-old mm. clients. Yeah, me too, yeah. It's, it's, I, I don't know why I've got it as a block in my mind that it would be difficult to do, but, but I guess to your point, it probably isn't. I'm, 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 I'm really uh, experienced talking it. to both of so, those. I just haven't done it at the same time. See, so,
3: financial planning is a funny thing, right? Clients are homogeneous and we are variables. It's so, all between your ears,
2: Jesus.
1: So, mm. They're all
3: the same. And last time I looked, they all have the same needs.
1: It's all just, in your head.
3: That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are we going to do the just do it? No. That's all right. yeah. <laughs> go for <laughs> it. Roxy May. says just yeah. do it. Yeah, you can be Sheila Booth. <laughs> so, um, how many people are in your practice now? Um, so I have a. I've got a. Um, I've got an a answer, but a, but more importantly, we, we joined InFocus last year, um, which is a, a, a their own AFSL, and yeah. uh, and uh, they've got 160 um, people in their network, and um, but a lot of them are their own businesses and licensed through InFocus. They get a bit of the DNA that we have, and 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 um, and uh, and then on top of that, we've got about. 45 people in, in direct with, 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 with clients um, as well as some some other servicing businesses around the world.
2: Wow and um, are you always on the hunt for good talent what's the, what's the deal there?
3: Yeah look we, po- we hire people so um, uh, wait
2: I... not not sheep. Uh, look, New Zealand business—they're <laughs> really good at reconciling accounts. <laughs> you would be surprised. Your your spending has been bad this month. I'm oh, sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. Remember I'm earlier sorry. We, we
3: we talked about something a sign where we could do if it all got hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, the question was, yeah, what on the... Well, look. We so what? What InFocus has has done is they've they've signed a, a ten year contract with H mm. and R Block. So H and R Block is uh, probably uh, stereotyped as a, as a as a quite methodic, a low end income tax return business. That is a one trick pony okay and that's what you would say and you probably all think that their franchise operations run by different people okay so part of that's correct however it's a company it's listed on the new york stock exchange they're one company they're owned almost entirely by that by one like by the, the mothership and they know that they um that they need to to grow their offering Um, So they've got only got eight hundred thousand clients, and we think that um, twenty percent of them um, would make quite good financial planning clients. Wow! So we're allocating them, and we just we've got more. We we have more. we have more leads than we do people. Wow, right? so, that's insane. So it's there's a problem. We have a problem, a good one, but um and, and tax season's around the corner and that's mm. when, you know, really. When, when did this happen? This deal with HR. Uh, block? this happened last year, that Infocus yeah. So, so it's um <laughs> So
2: someone's going out trying to develop relationships with a local accountant and you guys were were just
3: We're embedded. There's four hundred and twenty offices around Australia and, and quite oh. a few of the good in focused pe- people are are, are are meeting with them. Look, there is some change management there. Sure. They are accountants Definitely. and that's where they've been died in the war. And um, but like every accountant, and um, uh, so but 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 it's a great opportunity. I think if you um, uh, if if you, if you just hit the pavement, get some get some um, relationship building skills, it's, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, so, it's a real
1: interdisciplinary relationship management, the like peer to peer referring.
3: Yeah, yeah, and also the, the um, came out of the budget, but the um, the Australian tax office and government want people to consolidate their supers.
2: Yes, they
1: do,
3: and I so they've, they've, they've yeah. been they've been supplying data to really large. Accounting firms, I think, for the last eighteen months, um, direct from the ATO um, to the accounting firms to to flag opportunities for clients who need advice. So we get these wow. pings, um, and who do I give it
1: to? The advice firms?
3: <laughs> uh, no, well, that's well. As it turns out, as it turns out, because they're tax lodgement lo- agency, right? So that's yeah. how it works. But then they, they worked out they went well, we actually, now we've got it, we might actually need to get advice. So, yeah. so that's been, that, that's actually been really yeah, uh, quite, quite a, um, you know, beginning of the journey. And, and I would say that, um, that, that as a firm, we're, we're, we've really refined that process. That's cool. That's that's really cool. That's going to bring some clients in. Who yeah. okay, is yeah. that? The um, ATO
1: doing lead gen for you, ironically. It's amazing. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, um, it, you d- <laughs> <laughs> you're looking, you're just just bashful. you, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <yep. laughs> Thank you, ATO.
3: If only they could just do our product comparisons and <laughs> <laughs> SOAs. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so no. So, we—that's we, we, that's one reason we need. The other one is um, uh, we, we're ambitious. We've got great structure. So, when you build a really good platform, and we've got great platforms across our business in professional standards, in in IT, in governance, in in, in advice delivery, and, and all of that to complement, you know, the the actual relationship stuff. When you build built that, you don't have to build it twice. So we've, we've got a platform that's robust. We're non-institutionally aligned, which apparently is a thing. It's always been a thing, but it's a really big thing these days. Um, and um, yeah, so we're just interested in that. But um, we need, we obviously want to hire people that, are, that want to do this for a career for a long time, that want to genuinely be passionate about mm-hmm. financial planning. So, um...
2: So, it, announcer is open
3: Now it's in focus, mate. We're we're open for business, and um, uh, I'm sure sure that, um, you know, uh, all good news agencies have our CCAD. Well, it's not not
1: that segue into... I had a chat with Andrew a few weeks ago about the whole transition that's going on with the banks. Like, they all want to sell their firms. There's a lot of advisors advisors, that, like, they want to join firms, whether it's with Andrew or someone out in the XY network.
3: So... Really intriguing. So I, mm. I, 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 I probably looking at me, you can tell, but but uh, it's a bit I of gold, Goldilocks. <laughs> so uh, in 2003, uh, I got my own financial services license and I held it for 10 years. And so, you know, responsible manager and and, and um, we, we held it. And and um, in 2013, um, 2012, with legislation changing and whatnot, I just looked myself in the mirror in my team and said, I don't think we've got the firepower, not just intellectually, but also just the hours to be able to run a, a, a high quality business in a, in, a, in a very fast moving landscape of legislation. We had no problems with with what we did and profitability and clients. So then we made a move to a really quite, a, to a large institution. Um, so the, one of the largest in town. Um, and, um, uh, and we went through the motions there for, for a couple of years. So we've had the smallest, we've gone the biggest. And where we've settled is probably a destination that's very comfortable for us. Mm. Um, is is in the middle, so um, we've got just under sort of seventy five people in that back office um, in, in Australian who, who look after um, you know what we do. And there's a homogeneous um, CRM as well, so um, core platform plus that, that, that everyone in the licensor uses, which which allows us several things. But it, but it's it's great for governance and it assists with PI insurance and several other factors. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, right now, people are either thinking, well, am I going to go to another larger licence or am I going to get self-licensed? And mm. There's a uh, place in the middle. There is, a, there is a place in the middle, yep, um, mm. for people who just want to be advisors. Mm. Um, and I've done both. Um, so, uh, we, we'll, we'll see. It's, um, I think the, uh, the Royal Commission, we, we had all the, 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 the heat um, has happened at the moment but the recommendations aren't, aren't handed down to the 19th of February next year mm. and, and there's a chance they might actually be, be extended mm. and they might extend the scope so um, there's 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 potential ticking time bombs in there and um, uh, there's, there's been no favours at both ends of the spectrum both big and small in financial planning out, out of this mm. and, and I think probably the, the most significant risk a small licence like we used to be has is if the government just um, requires a, a minimum level of capital adequacy mm. held on trust. Yeah, that, that that that'll be a deal breaker. Because no matter how you want to be in control of your own <clears throat> destiny and whatnot, if,
1: mm. if you
3: can't get mum and dad to give you a million bucks to put at ASIC's trust again not that I I have no idea and I'm not speculating, but sure, sure. But you know, if if they do come back with with something with some you know some yeah. uh, uh, something like that, that's going to be. An issue to everyone, yes. Um, but it's something that we're prepared for already. So, and we've sp- been speaking about it for years because mm. it was always one. When you look at your risk management, it's always one of the things that will happen. So um, mm. we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, it's interesting. It's mm. an interesting concept.
2: Yeah, yeah, I feel like you're so you're covering all bases. You're even covering those that are yet to exist. <laughs>
3: That's fourth yeah. base, mate.
2: That's fourth you, base. You,
3: You've been to fourth base on the first date? There you go.
2: <laughs> Don't answer that question, <laughs> It's a trick but, question. Um, <laughs> so uh, you, you, you've you been along to one of the XY events before. Um, you, you're digging what, what's going on here. Do, do, do you sort of feel a, um, a synergy with the way that you've looked at things for a long time and then... Um, and then you know, very leading question, Kai. Well, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's really cool because essentially this is why XY was created to put a banner on something to have these conversations, mm. and, and and if I still had my practice at this point, I'd be running out of this conversation, uh, implementing about a lot of notes written down. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, and and so first of all, thanks for coming in and sharing. But do you do you feel a sort of an affinity with what these guys are are talking about on the group? and and what in your own career
3: yeah well i wouldn't be here yeah. um uh, you know uh, the the appearance fee was nice, thank, thank you. Um, and the rider, we
1: pay him all teasers
3: So um, no, I wouldn't be here. I've learned I've learned a lot. I, I've learned that you can write the word following, which is cool because um, uh, I, I, I did you got to be careful
1: with that one because apparently there's a function where you don't have to say following you you can just actually
3: like fish. f like Homer Simpson where he just does the y. Well, that is f, and then what could happen? Um, so no, I've, I've learned that that's it. Uh, no, uh, uh, the the the, the the uh I like the collegiate environment, something that we've implemented over the years is like an ask the expert where someone can ask a question within our group where we we have a slack we don't we have banned emails between people we've had slack for that's years. awesome and it's like a it's like this thing that grows and gets stronger the more people contribute and, and the x y um has taken that and and you know and and has turned to you know, my my paltry fifty odd people into two thousand, right? So so it reminds me of the old Linux technology back when um computers were were starting to get there, you know, all the people were just, yeah, we don't mind, Let's just make this whole thing better. Um so I love that. I love that about it. And I love when um I I, I, I glance down and see someone asking a question and I see a really great answer quite timely come up there. Yeah, it's like this too. is cool. Yeah. It's really cool. It's really helping. Um I, I like the way you guys um, manage and adjudicate. Um, uh, the Difficult. The, 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 the site, yep. So um, you must have some sort of um, inherent sadomasochism uh, sort of uh, a tendency. <laughs> so I uh, didn't say it. I did not say <laughs> it.
1: Um, I didn't know how to describe it, actually. That sounds good. <laughs> <yeah>.
3: The word's <laughs> flagellation. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, I do. I, 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 I like that. And um, like... The most difficult thing for you guys is going to be managing the growth, not not kicking it off. You're 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 a you're, uh, you know I, I own a, a couple of shares in some tech firms, and um, yeah. and you're um you, you you're getting to that stage now where decisions that you make will impact it, not decisions that your people who follow you make will impact it. So it's a uh, oh we've always thought that was the case, uh, but maybe it wasn't. Uh- <laughs> but, but but it's it's so so keep I would say that. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I have an affinity to the, awesome. the... And also they're starting up and they're trying something different. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I was on record, but we, we went monthly fee-for-service in 1997 and, and we did hybrids in the same year. And and, and I think that um, um, that a lot of people are doing that. Um, what made
2: you do that? Genuine question. Like what what, what made you go to fee-for-service in 97?
3: Uh I wanted to... Um, did you hear anyone else was
2: doing it or what what, what was uh, the environment?
3: No, well, so what I, I mean, I did the same qualification. So I went to university, right? And the person sitting next to me is a lawyer, the person sitting next to me is an accountant. And so one year after, and I went into financial planning, one year after being in university, they both had professions that were respected. And I was in this startup thing, and yet I was just as smart as them. And it used to irritate me. And I worked out the reason why we didn't have the respect was actually our problem and the way we engaged our clients. And so I just started Mm -hmm. mirroring the way in which a, you know whether it's a, an accounting firm or a law firm or a, or an IT firm, how they tender for business, mm. you know, and they tender and they they have tender docs, proposals, and they proposals, and... and they they have times and the, the ranks. And be, i be built a service screen around that years and years ago. And so what I'm doing is I'm giving our clients who do that for a living the same format that they do for a living.
2: Mm, good point.
3: And they look at it, they see the value prop, they they articulate it, and they follow through a a a, a process there. So. Um, for me, that worked. The other thing that worked was that um, when I started at 22, 21, whatever it was, um, I figured that uh, I was familiar with the, the concept of, of annuity income stream and, then, and and things that you learn in university, like discounted valuations and and oh, stuff fine. like that. So, so I figured that if you um, if, if 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 you kept your client very happy for a long period of time, um, not only did you retain the uh, the the level of revenue and hence EBIT. Uh, that you, you achieved in the first year, but um, it's self-fulfilling. So our clients are aspirational; they wouldn't pay for advice. And all your clients who pay for advice are aspirational. They're like people who pay for tennis coaches or personal trainers or life coaches. So they're only going to get more successful. So the biggest uplift in revenue and the biggest uplift in wealth was the fact that we picked people as clients who did the legwork for us. Mm. So they mm. uh, and so you, but you need Good to be. Point. Yeah, and so a catch cry. That, that we have is, is our job is to be inspirational to aspirational people. Mm. Oh, that's
2: cool. That's really cool. I dig that. Yeah. So, so the
1: people that don't have aspirational people, what do they do? Um, what are the advisors without aspirational
3: people? Well, can do? I question are they inspirational?
1: Oh. So, so, wait, so are you taking people that aren't aspirational and turning them no, aspirational?
3: no. So we, we, we want people who are aspirational mm. and now by having a, a serious fear agreement up front, mm. if they're not going to commit the time, the effort and the money mm. after the first sort of interaction with you, well, that, that Charles Darwin's them out, right? So um, you're saying
1: that if people haven't had those cogs click in their mind about, then maybe they're not for advice, is that?
3: Not yet. Not yet. Not Ooh, Never saying never, but not yet, right? So do, you do anything to foster? Mm. I'm yeah, not yet curious. curious now. Oh, like yeah. a client receivable column. Yeah, prospects maybe. receivable. Yeah, so you can have an ongoing nurture if they want. They can opt in and stuff like that. But in essence, um, what are there? Are there twenty thousand financial planners and something like that? Like, a um, few I numbers would say, standard, yeah. you know, uh, nine million possible, quite good quality clients, and yet we're only allowed to have two hundred each per year or per, per per person. I reckon it's enough. Mm. Oh, totally so so um, it's always been the case. So, um and our job is not to drag clients kicking and streaming into a retirement that they that they want our job is to facilitate them achieving their goals so um, but the other but the flip side of that is mm. um, and, and there's also there's a whole relationship piece on this as well you need to be inspirational to them as well so you need to be conducting yourself if you aren't taking your own advice and in fact that at, at at, at an answer, we won't let our advisors do their own plan they have to go in as a client of someone else it's, it's compulsory Ooh. so um, so I'm sorry to my uh, advice. I actually have two because it's uh, um, uh, I think they get advice fatigue um, so uh, and and we have to come He's in with calling our- your advisor every week you want <laughs> you're a problem client aren't you mate
2: <laughs> I look Very at demanding. you you're like
3: yes yes I
2: am my going down again
3: all <laughs> <Poor> right <Ray>. um <laughs> So, so yeah, so we make that as part of what we do, and, and it's one of our core values: practice what you preach, I suppose. But um, what about that
1: journey bit? Because I, I, I could, from what you're saying, you can see a bit of a way for that to evolve in the future, of yeah. the people that aren't aspirant at the moment, to sort of get them over into a, a frame of mind that would be conducive to advice.
3: Yeah, look, there's a whole, it's a whole industry, and I suppose let's pick on the, the younger, and we had, a, you know, a point there about diseng- disengaged, and the government actually confirmed that, that young people were. We're, we're disengaged by, by using some of these tools like auto consolidations and not. there's going to be unintended consequences. I get that. But mm. the general inference is they're not engaged. So what does engage you? What are your trigger events? Um, and they can come in various ways, shapes, or forms. I mean, some people mature early and are and ambitious early. Some people have families early or sadly, some people have bad news early. So um, uh, there's not a one-size-fits-all to when people want to get engaged. But I think uh, the 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 damn maths tell you that the earlier that you can do it, mm. the 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 better off they're going to be. So tailoring packages that progress up, mm. um, um, or maybe around life stages, are, are, are sensible. Having cool. having digital engagement, I know that a lot of uh, the XY that, that from what I've read, um, you know, clients are more than comfortable with with the concept of Zoom and and, and you know doing a camtasia rigging or whatever whatever you want to do. And so hey. um, you know we. we there is going to be those ability to have various service levels, but the commonality is, is that those you believe those clients um, uh, actually are aspirational. That's that's my thoughts. Yeah, you can mm. have aspirational retirees, by the way. So there's not a, that's mm. a paradox. So it's not defined by age. It's, yeah. That's right. That's right. So so I would say the, the the definition of an aspirational person in retirement is someone who still wants to be able to feel empowered about what they're doing and and, and have and yeah, uh, not just sitting on the couch. Correct. They mm. feel in charge and they're not something else is in charge of them and you can really see when the lights go out financially when they feel as if and that's when the wind sets in, right? So um so I think that that's that's a, a good thing. And um uh the other and that's probably why I do a lot of LinkedIn by the way. So mm. LinkedIn's the largest um, pool of aspirational people on the planet. Because mm. why would you be on LinkedIn unless you were aspiring? So good point. That's um, a fair point. Yeah, it's it's it, LinkedIn is just such a great vehicle for we just obtain so many uh, new quality clients from that. It's it's a uh, it's really cool. So If you're not on that one, get on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe I mean, maybe not get off the Facebook group. <laughs> 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 that hurt. That shink. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Mark, if you're listening. Um,
1: we, we did We did LinkedIn. Didn't work too well for groups.
3: Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, I totally agree. So mm. I'm just talking about, you know... Yeah, you, could
1: you post...
2: A, uh, do you post every day on LinkedIn?
1: It, it must just feel like feels like, like more than that
2: sometimes. No, nah, <laughs> once a <once, once> week. <laughs> once a week. Probably I, once a week. I, I post once every two days Yeah. Um, on, on LinkedIn. Uh, obviously, Chris Bates owns this space, he posts twice a day. Okay. Um yeah, he's killing it as as well off LinkedIn. Uh, uh, but nailing it as the um and the largest pool of aspirant or aspirational
3: people. We Brilliant. get a bit I think we get a bit the you know, in, in an average week, you get about forty to sixty thousand people read your stuff, right? So that, that, that puts that ranks it. I mean, now that's only after a couple of years, and it's not that impossible. And yeah. that ranks it. Um, you're into sort of small to medium sized magazine readerships in, in local areas. Yeah, and so, okay. so, I mean, that's the power of social, as you know. But you've got
2: to then. So, uh, how long have you been posting on LinkedIn? About for? two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. So, because um, the reporting on it's now brilliant. Yeah, I only just sort of started yeah, doing really it in the last game. sort of three or four months mm. now that the reporting's so good on mm. it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, a, another a tip there is that it, it, I've got another saying, and it's you've got to be interested in people. And I think that's good, mm. but you can be interesting. Yeah, totally. So if and, and I think the word, the buzzword for that is being authentic, right? But just being interesting, right? So if if, well, if, if you're, you're not interested
1: in, and interesting, you're getting close to authentic.
3: Yeah, that's right. That's mm. right. So so you know you um uh so you, there's a couple of rules of thumb um there that people people love hearing um you know relating back any any grandstand proclamation you've got back to your own story, mm. you know they're by far the most mm. and you and, and you person.
1: share a lot, and that's probably something that pe- people can take out of it that it's not. Yeah. You're not hiding what you do. You're sharing exactly what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I look,
3: um, it's a citizenship thing. It'll blow over, I think. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, other than that, um, I think we're fine. Um, so you're right. Just doing that That's a cool thing. But, I mean, everyone's got their own way of, of, of marketing. Yeah. And um, uh, you'd be surprised. It's actually off-putting the amount of people that, that, that read your stuff but you don't realise it because they don't engage, right? So I don't know mm. what... Well, it's the same or, with X, Y, y, y Yeah, like yeah. Th- even
1: though we've got ridiculous active stats in terms of people that are commenting and yeah. posting, it's the actual the amount of people that you talk to in the street and they yeah. go like, "Oh, yeah. love what's going on."
2: We just we love- see sort of a trend line, but you don't, you don't. It, it, but when people talk about it, you're like,
3: "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's um, yeah, true. I mean, quite often in the street, you would also Adrian have you know you. Stand back, you're 200 metres from this school. Oh, <laughs> if I had a dollar. So, um... All right, we're that <laughs> way All right. All right.
2: well, on that, on that Mate, is, is there anything that you'd like to talk about just to, to wrap up as far as uh, if people want to get in contact with you or, or anything the like grand that? Grand statements, proclamations.
3: Yeah, cool. So, um... Uh, Almost everything we've got is on our LinkedIn, on my LinkedIn or on, on our website. What are we? We're Australia's healthiest place. Um, we're we're, we're uh, top 20, 21st actually, of, of best place to work in Australia, um, number one in our industry. Um, we care for our clients. We care for our staff. Um, we've implemented a two-hour off per day to work out or play sport to measure your blood sugar levels. Get out of our town. Staff. So we've been doing that for years. We're Sodic Rhythm. That's um, more. That's so good. And we've got high-performing people who work for us. And, and you know, if, if if any of that resonates with you, um, drop us a line. Um, and even if you're in a small business, I mean, Adrian will tell you I'm pretty uh, giving of, 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 of our time. I'm at yeah. that stage in, in in where I'm at um in this journey, that, that I really do get quite a lot of utility out of seeing people take some advice and actually kick on, regardless of whether there's anything in it for me, because it's 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 it just helps, you know. The, the, the tide rises, right? So, mm. and and in fact, that's what you're doing. That's
2: awesome, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Appreciate it. Thanks you.
3: Thanks for the donuts. <laughs> <laughs>